Welcome back for another nerdy episode where books and drinking go hand in hand. And where foreshadowing and bizarre theories are all the buzz. Now get ready as we crack open and crack up over our new novels. I'm Aiden Galloway. I'm Bryn Plyler. And this is Sips and Subtext. The following podcast contains strong language, references to alcohol and sexual behavior, and books and characters we don't own. Welcome back, everybody, to episode seven of A Court in Thos- Thorns and Roses. Ugh, if I could speak. <laughs> um, we're very excited to be back and be discussing a very uh, fast-paced part mm-hmm. of the book. It's definitely starting to heat up. So, mm-hmm. Bryn, you want to go ahead and get started and tell us what the drink of the episode is? Yeah. As you can tell, we're jumping right in. We really want to talk. Um, we have a lot okay. to say. <laughs> yes. So, the drink of the episode, we dedicated it to our lovely friend recent so we call it the dark and stormy and it has spiced rum ginger beer uh lime wedges mint leaves and blackberries yes so it's it's interesting but i definitely felt that that uh recent deserved a little he's a pretty pivotal character he is he's doing a lot uh, what's the word? We'll announce it. Yes, announce it we will soon. announce. We will announce the second book for our second season, um, probably at the very end of the last episode for for A Court of Thorns and Roses. But um, but yeah, you good for me to jump into the summary? Absolutely. All right, I will. This I'll might not be that. very summarized, but I'm gonna try. Uh, just because there's so much that happened that I don't know how I can cut stuff out. Everything was super duper important. Okay. So chapter 34, the Ator takes Feyre to Amarantha and throws her at the queen's feet. Feyre then tells Amarantha that she has come to claim the one that she loves. Amarantha shows Feyre what she did to Claire and asks if Tamlin is worth getting killed for. Then when Feyre says yes, Amarantha decides to strike a bargain with her. If Feyre can complete three tasks of Amarantha's choosing, then she, Tamlin, and the entire Spring Court can go free. She also throws in that there is a um, a riddle that if she solves the riddle, then she is immediately broken the the curse and they are immediately free. So the which I think when I'll I'll get to that in a minute. Sorry. Oh, um, I have an answer as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, I was not expecting him to be as much of an ally as he is showing up to be. I, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a twisted ally, but it's an ally none the same. Um, Anti-hero ally. Yes, that. Um, so, yeah, so that is our drink of the episode. And then one more thing before we get into summary and then discussion is talking about the last couple of episodes of season one of this book, because we are getting towards the end. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, um, all th- good things must come to an end, and this book is no different. So there is currently eight chapters left of the book. So the next episode, so that would be episode eight, will be 39 through 43 chapters, 39 through 43, five chapters as normal. And the last episode will be those three final chapters, so 44 through 46, and then we will do a wrap-up. So generally discuss how we like the book, what 
could have been better, anything we might have missed in our chapter by chapter discussions, and final rankings of the characters where they stand at the end, and our overall favorite quote mm -hmm. on top of discussing those last three chapters. Yep. So we are very excited, a little bit sad to be leaving behind this book series, but I don't necessarily think we'll be done with the characters just yet. We're just for this season, we're leaving them behind for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but don't you worry, we're not leaving completely like we are still going to be here. We have already picked a second book and we will then if Feyre can't, then everyone would remain in Amarantha's court forever and Feyre would go through something similar that Claire did. Feyre agrees to the terms and is immediately attacked by her court and beaten up and knocked out. So then we awake in chapter 35. She has a broken nose, a, a split lip, um, swollen cheeks and all of that stuff. Very fun. Um, she's in a prison cell. Uh, but next thing you know, you know, she has all of these thoughts. Could she have done something different? What did the the riddle mean? What could it possibly mean? She thought about Claire and how it's probably her fault. Like she definitely is feeling guilty about what happened to Claire. Then all of a sudden Lucian comes in, knight in shining armor, sort of, and basically takes fixes her nose, makes her pass out, um, but like reduces all of the swelling so she can at least open her eyes and move her jaw without hurting it. But she, he didn't remove any of the bruises so it wouldn't seem like she was totally helped. When Lucian starts to explain things, but then, you know, somebody steps in and he has to vanish and it basically was just like a super duper fast vanish she dozed on and off for hours or days. She can't tell. Uh, then she was taken again in front of in front of Amarantha, who said, "You look positively dreadful, still sweating, and you know, really trying to." You know, he looks at Tamlin before closing his eyes and squaring his shoulders, and my respect for him grew rapidly tries to get a rise out of Tamlin by asking if she had taken a turn for the worst. Then Amarantha says, you know, I don't know your name. And then calls forward Recent. Recent says that he doesn't know her name. So he calls. So Amarantha then calls forward Lucian and then forces Recent to hold his mind in Amarantha's words. And so he is... Lucian is basically she was going to either torture or kill him if she didn't say if Lucian didn't tell her name. But when Recent tightens his grip on Lucian's mind, Feyre speaks up and tells her tells her name. And then she gives her the riddle. I'm sorry, I spoke too soon. Then she goes, she's taken back to her cell where she spends a very long time pondering what what the riddle could possibly mean. And they give her moldy food and water to, to keep her going. And then all of a sudden it's time for her first task. The first task I'm going to speed through this. So basically she gets thrown into a trench and is being attacked by a blind worm who relies on its smell. The worm is 
abnormally large, large enough to eat her in a bite, according to what I gathered. And basically she runs away from it, trying to come up with a plan to defeat it. She ends up in its lair where there are a bunch of bones and she starts getting an idea. She has to uh, lure the worm back to its own layer after she breaks a bunch of the bones and sets them up as, as like a, a trap, uh, booby trap. And she ends up hurting herself in the process, but she does end up killing the big ass worm. Um, and Lucian helps her during, you know, during the trench fight. Um, and there were a bunch of people betting on it and the only person who bet that she would win was recent and so when the challenge is over Feyre has won even though she has a uh, bone shard sticking out of her arm she is taken back to her cell without any help in that regard and recent is asked to come to amarantha and for days, she sits there in her cell. She vomits a lot. She's losing blood. It doesn't clot. Um, you know, she her arm is just, it's not going to get better. And then she keeps expecting Lucian to come to her. Hopefully, Tamlin would come to her. This is all of her her hopes. But the person who does come to the door is recent. She tells him to go to hell multiple times tells him to get out, but Recent offers her a, a trade. He says that he will heal her arm in exchange for her. For two weeks every month, she would have to live in the night court with him. Feyre immediately says no. Recent then says the, the offer is only going to happen once. As soon as he leaves, it's off the table and she can, he ends up showing her his animal side, uh, which has wings, I knew it, um, and helping her with the lentils. And just because he says that because you were brave enough to ask for my help with the riddle, I will help you out with your rot and die for all he cared. She tells him to go to hell again, but then she rethinks it and says for Tamlin, she would sell her soul. And so she calls Reeson back and says that, okay, she will agree to his terms, but she will only stay in his, she negotiated his terms down from two weeks out of the month to just a week out of the month. However, when he heals her arm, he marks her with his land, almost uh, leaving her with black tattoos all up her arms. And then chapter 38 is basically just Amarantha making her do household chores to earn her keep. So she is required to mop a floor that um, with filthy water and the floor continuously gets dirtier as she works. But someone comes in and it happens to be Lucian's mother, the high queen of the autumn court. And she says... Forgiving your name in place of my son's life, she cleaned the room for Feyre, or helped her clean the room. And she said, my debt is paid. So her first household chore was helped by Lucian's mom. The second one 
was she was taken to a a large room and told to get all of the with your chore. And then when the guards come to get her, he tells them that uh, they cannot touch her. They cannot give her any more household chores or tasks until her second challenge. And that is the end of chapter 38. How'd I do? Was that long? I feel like it was like 10 minutes long. It was good. It was good. It was a lot of good details. Yeah. I I mean, it's hard to to summarize something that... There's a I, lot going on in there, these chapters. Yeah, so. there was a lot. I could have gone more into the the first challenge, but I... Mm-hmm. I, I could well, have Well, now, now it's discussion more. time. This is when yes. we go into the first yes, challenge. Yes, yes. Okay. Which I wanted to point out real quick. So, you guys have heard us say it multiple times, but we both have the red cover of the book, which I think is the original like printing, mm-hmm. but you can actually see on her arm. I thought it was just her glove, but it's the yeah. mark from recent. Yeah. Um, which is really pretty. Like I know I don't... have an arm tattoo. That's not yeah. a bad one to get. Honestly. honestly, the eye on the hand freaked me out a little. Yeah. Like I wouldn't palm. want an eye. Yeah. I wouldn't want an eye staring at me every time I looked at my hand, but you know, I think you just stop looking at your hand pretty soon yeah or just wear gloves Mm -hmm. she might end up wearing like finding some hunting gloves that she likes and just never she might do that when she's still trying to be with um tamlin Mm -hmm. cover it up yeah instead so reason then agrees heals her arm what do you want to talk about first oh my goodness (sighs) there's a lot um something that i didn't mention during the summary i don't think that i want to talk about is what Amarantha did to Jurian because I cannot imagine being so messed up, so diabolical and vengeful that I would actually want to do this. I don't think I would wish this on my worst enemy to confine their spirit and their consciousness to an eyeball see here's the thing i don't think she did that because clithia promised him he'd never die so she cast a spell on him essentially to make him an immortal i don't know if it'd be like the fey immortality where they don't really age after a certain point but that he'd never die Mm -hmm. so i think amarantha just took advantage of that magic by keeping parts of him alive still Jeez. So he, his soul is attached to that. So originally it's kind of Clithia's fault. But, <laughs> mm. Which did for her. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, wow. I just thought that yeah. that was, but not only that, not only to, to come up with that, all of the lentils out of the fireplace. And if she didn't get them done by the time the, inhabitor of that room came back then she would be uh stripped of her skin would rip off her skin it ends up being reason's room and he uh i just i was just like geez that is dark that is darker than i thought we would go but okay um i think what's the darkest part about it is the the fact that she talks to him like he yeah. it's oh, even 
like the smallest part of him remains and she's still taunting him mm-hmm. to those two little bits which when I, I was first reading it I wasn't sure I knew it was going to be Jurian possibly but I also thought maybe it was Clithia because we're told that she just received bot, like parts of her sister right. so I'm like is mm-hmm. she also just like oh sister I miss you so much I'm going to wear your finger around my neck I was yeah. Like, both, yeah both are re- like both make sense for her as a character but I, was I like, would okay, honestly I would not be surprised if she, in her bedroom, if she had tried to, like, piece Clithia back together and, like, Hmm. have her in her bedroom or in a a special place. Like, Like she tried to... Like a Frankenstein moment. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. A collage of... Yes, Your sister. Oh, oh. God. (laughs) Because, I mean, Uh. if if you're immortal, does... Does your body decay even after you have been killed or is your body also immortal and you're not going to turn to ashes I think after a while what the book is saying is once the soul the consciousness leaves mm-hmm. that it ages or oh, decays okay. because i it doesn't sound necessarily that jurians like really decayed maybe like the fingers withered a little bit but the eye still moves around and there's an eyeball but that could be magic. So like Amaranth. Yeah, but his put... soul is still attached to it. Yeah. I mean, okay. I think the fairy that died would have decayed. Like the one whose wings were taken off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because otherwise, where the heck do you put all of the the bodies? I mean, the wor- the, the worm the worm victims. Oh died, true. And they were just bones. Which I don't, I still don't understand fully how she beat the, first of all, let's talk about the worm. Because yeah, Sarah J. Mass just ripped off Spongebob. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I don't. There is an episode in Spongebob, it's called The Bull Worm. And it's essentially just a really big worm that it like is with big teeth. It's not blind, but it's essentially just this thing. Mm-hmm. And all I could think about was that episode from Spongebob, which predates this book. So I think they have the IP rights here. Hmm. I I never, I never watched that. Never. I don't think I've ever seen like a full episode of Spongebob, but that can be a discussion for another time. I have not been desensitized to mm-hmm. uh, violent death, whereas obviously Amarantha has. So maybe it doesn't bother her. And, you know, maybe it doesn't bother her since she is immortal. She doesn't have to worry about, you know, answering for her deeds in the afterlife if she if she so believes that there is one. Punishment. Yes. Not only to come up with that punishment, but also to proudly wear it on yourself day after day. And granted, I am not a hunter. I am not a general. I have not seen brutal death all you know yeah the worm was weird also when when pharaoh was just like yeah let me just take this this huge bone which like the largest bones in your body are in your legs so like Mm -hmm. she was just like let me just snap it over my knee that's not how a femur works yeah like it'd be really hard to break yeah so like i don't care how much adrenaline you have you can't just break a femur over your knee I think also we have to keep in mind that they weren't maybe all like high fae that were the same size as humans. Like some of the like, no, she even says cow bones. She said some of them look like cow bones, I feel like. 
Mm-hmm. And depending on how long they've been down there, maybe they have like weakened in their mm, a little bit brittler. But yeah. yeah, bones are very bones are like the like reason we can move around for a reason. They're very strong. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Unless we're assuming every bone in that pit had osteoporosis or something, which I don't <laughs> think they would have. <laughs> yeah. No, but like she, I I thought that that was. I would not have come. I'm I'm not gonna downplay her her thought process there because i am not a hunter i would not have thought of this um on the spot i wouldn't have thought of this like if you'd given me a moment where i wasn't being chased and like really close to death i might have been able to come up with something but she did have that moment because she was in the stink hole yeah and it doesn't really say how long she was down there but she did come up with it very quickly i i think i maybe would have come up with like make myself stinky therefore you can't yeah. see me smell me therefore see me yeah i maybe would have gotten to that point but i don't i still don't fully understand how she won i know she broke a lot of bones and essentially made the pit like a spike pit yeah but how did she not get spiked is what my question did she just go into the other part of the tunnel like leap over all the spikes yeah that's, that's what, what i'm picturing yeah because like she said you know i leapt with all my might and obviously she didn't leap far enough because she got that bone shard in her, in her arm. arm. Um, but like, I what what confused me about the the worm's death was that like she didn't say that it had any sign of struggle that it wasn't trying to like it was just like it, it fell, just kind of fell. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And also like if it's as big as I'm thinking, like big enough to eat a grown woman in one mouthful how how many like even like hundreds of broken femurs does not feel like that would be enough to kill it yeah like it would definitely maim it but i feel like she would still have to go in there with her little like climby bones yeah and stab it a couple of times not just like fall dead yeah yeah unless i mean the only thing that i could think that would make it's somewhat believable is if it hit a vital organ. Like if mm-hmm. one of the bones pierced the skin, which like they didn't go into, um, you know, they didn't really get into a lot of the the worm. It didn't tell us like the skin type, you know, how um, like it could have very, very thin skin. Like if you're thinking of an earthworm, which I kind of am, they do yeah. have pretty thin skin. Yeah, they do. But they only have one, like, mate. Well, I think it's them, I think, that have five hearts or something. Oh, so I that means know. it's even, like, a lesser, uh, like, yeah. ability to stab the vital organ, because that's their most vital organ. But it doesn't fully make sense. Like, I knew she was going to win, because there's still ten chapters left in the book. But it, I, it still made me, like... Yeah, no, I knew she had to win. I didn't... Um, I wasn't expecting this for the first challenge. I felt like it was... So, do we want to move? I'm going to go, actually, before we get to Reason, because I know we're going to have a lot to say about him. But I want to talk about the, ch- the housekeeping. <laughs> I was like, are we reading Cinderella right now? What is happening? Because both of those are literal Cinderella yeah. tasks. Yes, they are. Like, such traditional, like, picking... Um, the, what were they? I just had them in my brain. The mopping The little pieces of food out of the ashes. Lentils. Yeah. That's, 
from Cinderella. I think sometimes it's rice. I think sometimes it's beans, but that's such a Cinderella thing. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah, I get it. This is supposed to be a fairy tale, like retelling. Like, I got you. Yeah. Moss, calm down a little bit. Maybe a little too easy. Mm. Not that, not that I could have done it. I'm just gonna, (laughs) but like, I mean, she was definitely playing the fairy's real house. That's for sure. Yeah. Which I feel like that was strike one for Amarantha. Like, what? What? what, Why? Why? Wouldn't you go for stuff that she's? Yeah, but wouldn't you go for? I'm so much better than you. I can beat you at your own game, kind of thing. Oh well, even still, like. If I were going to try and best somebody, I wouldn't give them something that they're already good at. Mm-hmm. I would give them something that they that I know they suck at. Like make her go to like a formal dinner and sit down and choose the right fork for a salad type deal. See, I think one of the upcoming challenges will be something intellectual. I don't know that Tamlin or Lucian would give up. I don't know that Lucian knows. Don't know that we've discussed that, but Tamlin would give up that she can't read and write really. I don't know how much it's really improved in the six months. Yeah. But that would be a really bad challenge for Feyre. Yeah, it would. Like, she's a quick learner, and we've seen that. And she she definitely learned a lot just in that one day in the study. But it's still, that would be hard. That would be her. I, it's funny to me that Tamlin reacted more when Lucian was being hurt than when she was being hurt or that she like noticed yes. because when she was being hurt, I think she was worried about other things, not looking at Tamlin yeah. as much. Yeah. I also agree to that, but I think that Tamlin was really like everyone in that room knows without a doubt that Tamlin and Lucian are connected, that they have a good bond. So like mm-hmm. it makes sense for him to react that way. And by protecting Feyre, he thinks that no matter how much I love her, no one can know that this is actually the girl I'm talking about. So I can't make any moves, no matter who is touching her, who is hurting her, what is happening. I because think they'll also only he thinks the worse. trials would be worse if he reacted. Yeah, probably. Which, like, I, I'm, inci- I'm excited in the worst possible way. For what can come next. Yes. I was a little exactly. disappointed by the first challenge. I was like, this is what the challenge is. I was excited I by the was just by the... be amazed. I was yeah, like, me that too. would honestly be more of a challenge. Yeah, me Feyre. too. Yeah. Um, like Feyre love her to death, but I don't think she's ever had to solve a maze before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And especially one that you can't see like the next turn type deal. Mm-hmm. Like if it had been more uh harry potter-esque i think i would have liked it more whereas like you know each turn there's something else that you are going to encounter that you have to figure out how to defeat and then continue to move on which that probably would have taken way too long but Mm -hmm. that would have been like oh you have to defeat my one challenge but it's gonna be the hardest challenge ever or she would have had to get to this point 10 chapters ago yeah true 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 She's a very Pitfall. intelligent woman. Unfortunately, she doesn't have any education. Yeah. So I feel like she'd have to use like brute force to get through something like that. Like somehow use brute force. Or that's yeah. when she solves the riddle. Which I don't know how we're fitting in in these last eight chapters, two more ch- trials. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it's going to be one more trial and then the riddle. Because I feel like the riddle... Do we want to get in the riddle now? Or do we sure. Wait? Do, can I read the riddle? Yeah, read the riddle. Okay. 
because I was just like, wait. Um, I love riddles. <laughs> but like I sat here. Um, I read this pretty late last night and I literally got to this point and I sat here until I came up with an, what I considered my answer. See, I came to mine pretty quickly, but I'm also reading into the characters. And that's okay. why I picked mine. So there are those who seek me a lifetime, but never we meet. And those I kiss, but who trample me beneath ungrateful feet. At times I seem to favor the clever and the fair, but I bless all those who are brave enough to dare. By large, my ministrations are soft-handed and sweet, but scorned I become a difficult beast to defeat. For though each of my strikes lands a powerful blow, when I kill, I do it slow. What is your answer? You want me to go first? Okay, so I think it's love. Me too! Okay. <laughs> it's yes. either love or like a like a loyal woman or a woman, yeah. a wife, something like that. It's one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> I Because I, I sat here and I was like, there's, there's no way that she wouldn't make it something that is so painfully obvious. Because Reason literally laughs right after it. Yeah. Like he outwardly laughs and Feyre's just like what guys what yeah <laughs> which like she's under a lot of stress i will not make fun of her for that but it's yeah it's especially with like amarantha the whole reason she's doing everything she's doing is her love for her sister yep. and then her sister's love for jurian yep so it total and then like and then that was that was the basis of tamlin's curse Mm -hmm. was that he had to love a human and the human had to love him back despite hating fairies initially. So like mm -hmm. it makes total sense that it's love. And if it's, if it's not like I, when I first came up with that, I was like, there's no fucking way that it, she would do something that easy. But then the more I thought about it, I was like, yes, she would. And I think this is also her way of testing Feyre. If, she's yes! like, a woman yes. in love would get this immediately. Yes. I agree. But I also think that it, that Feyre is at a disadvantage because someone who has loved before would know what it's like to be scorned, know what it's like to be hurt, know what it's like when you want to get back at the person who you loved or the person who hurt the one you love. Mm -hmm. Like, until now, she has not had any of these feelings. She's still processing these feelings. So I think that because she's so new to love and she hasn't had love from any family members or any other fucking person in or her life. Or not that life, she realized. Yeah. Not in any way that was very, like, sh like strongly like, oh, this right. person loves me. Yes. So, yeah, I thought that it was a fitting riddle for both the situation and for her. So, yeah, I think, I think it's really easy for us to say from the outset, like, oh yeah, this riddle is so obvious. Yeah. But, but also like, we're able to sit here and read it and like pause and reread it. And like, think <laughs> in our before. safe little like bedroom. Yes. <laughs> and without, you know, being like, she said it to me twice and then kicked me out. And With I had everyone to. staring at you. Yes. People laughing to essentially say something wrong. Yes. I am wondering though, because she said the uh, way she said the immediately thing, 
like what Pharaoh is worrying about. Like, if she didn't answer it right then, would that mean that they weren't immediately released? Or Yes, because Feyre actually brought that up. She was like, you know, when she said that if I answer the riddle correctly, we get released immediately. But if I go through all three tasks and, 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 and pass all of those, she didn't say that we got released immediately. Yeah, so, so what, what you happens? have them for two more months and then, or 20 years. And- yeah, yeah. Then, of course, you know, like, she never guaranteed Feyre's safety after. Mm-hmm. Or anyone's safety yeah. after. Yeah, so, so basically, you're released, like, but we're going to hunt you for the rest yep. of your life. Yep. Yeah, so, like, mm, 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 mm. yeah. is providing no help. I know he thinks he's protecting her by being, like, oh, I'll just not react to anything. I can't even She finally Tamlin said, right I love now. you back. I can't. But, like... I, I get, she must have be around him twenty four seven or have someone around him twenty four seven. Yeah, Lucian. Have- was it Lucian or Reason? One of them I said, you know, um, he's being watched constantly. Like every word that he says is being reported to her. Um, so it almost made me think that like not even Lucian can go to him to have a conversation without them being watched. Yeah, I agree. I was like, really? These are the two housekeeping things that you give her to do? Okay. Um, Not that I'm, you know, completed a task on her own. So if you give me a mop of, uh, like, a bucket of dirty water and tell me to mop the floor until it's clean, because if it's not clean by the time you come back, I'm dead type deal. Like, I'm going to scrub the hell out of that floor. Like, I feel like she's not taking it very anything very seriously and she's always being helped i want her to get through something by herself mm-hmm. like even during the challenge lucian helped her recent yep. helped her like even by saying you know even with recent saying she just became invisible you know like the little bits that he said told Feyre that she was on the right path like she was making the right choices in that trench and and then you know the lady of autumn court came and helped her with the the um the mopping recent again helps her with the lentils and then also protects her for until the second trial which is valuable rest time for her to recover it is and yeah but like she has not because, I mean, he's black as night. Like, that's my faith in her and my, my um, I still don't think that she is totally in love with Tamlin. I don't. I And it's not that, you know, she hasn't proved that she loves him by going through all of this. She does love him, but I think that she loves the idea of him more. Mm-hmm. She doesn't have an accurate representation of love to go off of to say, yes, my feelings are accurate. This is exactly what I'm feeling. I know what I'm feeling. And I think that she's going off of like the only good experiences that she's really had have been with this man. So you're saying it's Stockholm syndrome, <laughs> but flaring out behind him were massive black membranous wings, like a bat, like the Ators. He tucked them neatly behind him, but a single claw at the apex of each peeked over his broad shoulders. It was horrific and stunning, the face of a thousand nightmares and dreams. 
respect in her will go back up once she completes something herself without anyone's help. And I think it's also not a her issue as much as also it's just the writing because she's still very much like this girl that needs to be saved, even though she's supposed to be the savior right now. She's supposed to be coming in and saving her love, Tamlin, and everyone else from the Springport, but she's still having to be saved at every step. And I think I'm hoping what finally happens is it has to be the riddle that she has to solve because no, everyone has been commanded by Amarantha to not be able to help her. And if somehow someone still gives her a hint and that's how she gets it, I'm going to be so pissed because this is her one time to finally like have, if it is love, like we both think it is Mm -hmm. to have some self-realization and confidence in herself to be able to say, no, I know this and this is all me. And I think that would be an important character building thing for her. And I hope they don't take that away. Just make her have to be saved I... over and over again. Because that's a, that's a, the author's choice at this point. Like, she should have been able to sense the worm barreling towards her. She's a hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I But I also think that... Um, I think that she's going to have to have help with the riddle. Because I... A little... Yeah, it is kind of Stockholm Syndrome. It is. And I think it's like all her combined traumas being like released onto this one like person who was kind and good mm-hmm. for alternative reasons, yes. not just to be kind or yep, good. Yep, yep, yep. Which I do honestly think he loves her. Um, and I I don't think it'll happen in this book, but in future books when it when things go bad. Because like even not knowing the spoiler about recent or anything, like you can tell there's like questionable aspects to this relationship um but i think he definitely loves her i think it will go very poorly when they break up when if i'll say if they break up no i definitely think that the next book is about her trying to continue to be in love with tamlin while having to go and spend time with recent mm-hmm. and then realize she's not gonna like that oh Tammy's yeah he's gonna be pissed yeah he's he, gonna be pissed and jealous and controlling and it's just going to turn into a he very, He already very... just hates Reeson. Yeah. Like, it's... maybe if it was, like, Lucian, he would be like, okay, it's just Lucian. But Reeson? Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. Her relationship with Tamlin is going to turn so toxic. Mm-hmm. And she's going to turn to Reeson for help, for admiration, for... Um, Understanding. Yes, all of the above. Like, yeah, it's going to... I think it's going to unravel quickly for her and Tamlin after this. But I do agree with you. And I think that's a good point to make that I definitely do think she loves him and cares about him very deeply. But mm-hmm. I think the only part of him she's in love with, which is a, it's a big difference that you have to learn that you don't really get when you're younger, the difference between love and in love. Mm-hmm. She's only in love with the idea of Tamlin and yeah. all the good he's provided her. Yeah. Not not even, like, the money or anything like that, but, like, the emotional security that he did mm-hmm. give her for a short time. Yeah. I agree. Moving on to recent. Yes. That boy? <laughs> <laughs> I have so many mixed feelings. I don't know what to feel. I don't know how – I don't know what to say because one second I'm like, okay, it's all right. The next second I'm like, you bastard, you tattooed me? What the hell? Like that's not consensual. Yeah. Like I was starting to to 
lean your way, like you were starting to sway me, then you you go and have an asshole comment or you do that or, you know, like, oh, I. I mean, I, he's definitely trying to take down Amarantha. I have no question. About oh, yeah, that I now. agree. I agree with that. And I think that he is definitely attracted to her because like. I don't think he would have shown his his animal side to her if he didn't. Yeah, because the way he described mm-hmm. it, it was that not every every high lord has a part of themselves that is like that, but they don't like to show it because they actually don't like that aspect of themselves. Yeah. I think it's almost like Tamlin was a warrior, not supposed to be a high lord. Therefore, he goes into his beast mode or whatever right, yeah. a lot more mm-hmm. versus the high lords that were bred for it. They think that's lower than them. Mm-hmm. So to show that to her, his like animal side, which yeah. is like not all of us like to give into our animal side or something along those lines that I agree. That was a huge deal. And we called the, I think we said crow maybe, but yeah. we called the wings for sure. Raven something. Just it. I um, think his wings were bat wings though. Yeah, but they had like, He's like, my animal side is more wings and talons, something like that, I think he said. And then he showed her that side. Oh, he said that he wasn't going to shift into his full self. He didn't like being wholly his brazer side. B-A-S-E-R, brazer. So she was still kind of a little turned on by it, is what I'm kidding. She also said something... I think what's interesting is now she's very much saying that she's having to put away her painting side again, which I hate for her because she was actually starting to be able to do something she was Mm -hmm. passionate about. She's like the part I can never use again or something like that is how she refers to it now. But it comes out a lot around recent. Like, I think that was one of the scenes where she's like, I can never even paint it. Like I could never even use my talent if I could for this. Yeah. And I was like, you didn't even say that about Tamlin recently. I don't yeah. think you ever readily said it about Tamlin that much, to be honest. No, but she never tried to paint Tamlin either, did she? Yeah, but she never even wanted to as much. Mm, that's true. Well, that's going to be interesting to see how that develops. Mm. I think, I mean, we could talk about Lucian coming to visit oh, her yeah. cave, but you... Lucian just had a bad time. He did, but he was so honorable. Like he, when it came down to he dies or he says her name, he looked at Tamlin and he was like, okay, I'm dead. And was just like, that's that. I'm not, I'm not disrespecting my Lord. Like whether or not it had anything to do with Feyre, he looked at Tamlin and Tamlin said no. And Lucian was like, kill me where I stand. And I was like, damn, that's loyalty that is so admirable i my my respect for lucian grew tenfold it was just lucian is my number one today by the way just (laughs) if we're gonna go ahead and jump to that lucian's number one i think also it was interesting to see his family come back into because i like you think about it you're like oh all the lords are there but then you yeah. I didn't sit down and think about the ramifications that I would have for Lucian to be around his apparently only four other brothers now. They killed four of them. And then wait, his mom and dad. He had nine brothers. Nine, oh, yeah, nine that's of them. right. That's right. Yeah. And then we knew some of them had been killed by both him and Tamlin. Yeah. We didn't remember how many. So four were killed. 
Yeah, I th- that's what I thought. I thought Lucian killed two and Tamlin killed two. I thought Lucian killed two and then Tamlin killed one. So I thought there was still five left. That was what I was thinking, but we were cl- you were right. I was close. So I'm not I don't feel that bad about it. It's interesting that Lucian's mom came back in and it doesn't seem to me like Lucian and his mom have had a lot of interaction, but it's very obvious that she still loves her son. She wants to protect her son, but because she is not the head of her family, Mm -hmm. she can do nothing. And I thought that that was like super duper mom move. Like whatever you can do to protect your child, you will do. And and that's her baby too. Yeah. Like she didn't do anything to protect his possible future mate, but she's gonna protect him. Mm-hmm. That's her youngest son. Which, speaking of her not being the high lady, there are no high ladies. Like as in head of the house, head of the court, high ladies that we've heard I didn't of. Like yeah. that. I thought that was pretty. Yeah, it was like. Really, Faye? You can't have a little bit of, like, gender equality here? Yeah. Yeah, because I I don't know. Maybe they were just like, you know, if we allow something to happen, like, well, um, Amarantha's only been in power for a little over 50 years as far as, like, being queen of the, of Prithian. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like you can see how much power Amarantha has. Granted, whether that is from her stealing other people's powers or if she was just powerful to begin with, she was obviously very powerful if she was the general of the other king's army. What have we not touched on? Like, I feel like there would be some woman that could overpower all of the men in a court. Like, there has to be. I I I just also, it's impossible to think that there's not been a high lord and lady that only had daughters so did they just marry it off like with their daughter to a man and then he became a high lord instead of keeping it like just giving it to the daughter who came from a lot more power than that man would have Mm -hmm. doesn't exactly make sense to me yeah yeah and it it's interesting to me that when you find your mate that it seems like until you find your mate you can't sire but once you do, you can have all the fucking children you want in the world. But um, Alice made it seem like there it was very difficult to have children. Mm-hmm. But the fact that Lucian is one of nine and all of them were fucking boys. Were, is, it, is it true that you can only have children once you mate? Because I, I know so. mating is very important to them. But I didn't think every couple who was together was mated. So I don't think it was ever said that Lucian's parents were mated, just that they were married. Oh, I thought they were mated. I thought I know Tamlins are mated, but I don't know yeah. that that was said about Lucian's. I don't know that every every couple is mates because, like, we say that Lucian's possible mate was murdered, but I don't know how long that process takes. Like, if it's an instantaneous mm-hmm. thing or if it is something that's built up over time. Well, I thought it was procreate. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know if that was explicitly said. I mean, there it's were really there were hints and, and, and um, 
almost like required. I thought it was almost required for you to have gone through the mating process to your mate in order for you to. Like, I hope that's true because Feyre and Tamlin did not use protection. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully that's true. Yeah. But also she's going to have to be changed at some point because otherwise mm -hmm. she's not going to be able to withstand anything else for the next four books because there are four books after this. So, yeah, someone's going to have to change her. I don't know if it'll be Tamlin. I don't know if it'll be recent. Um, we also don't know if it's a changing process or yeah. if it's like she has Faye within her all along and it just suddenly like comes out. Yeah, yeah. There's so many questions I've and no answers right now. And I don't think we're going to get answers to our questions in this last eight pages, other than like the riddle and the trials, mm -hmm. like those things. But I think a lot of more of the lore and if those questions ever do get really answered are going to be in the next books. Yeah. Yeah. So because I think right now, Farah, who's our un. I don't want to say uneducated, but she is at this point. She definitely is the person in the room who knows the least mm -hmm. as the narrator. We're not, I don't know that but, she's going to be asking all these questions in the next eight chapters. True. But also she is the most inexperienced, the most uneducated because she has, she doesn't live forever. Mm -hmm. Not only is she illiterate and can't like, can't read and write, but like, she also has been alive the least amount of time compared to everybody else. She could have obtained a lot more information and abilities if she had, was in her thirties per se, um, instead of 19. Mm -hmm. She's so young. She really we're, is. We're saying that like, we're not like, I know we're three 20s, years but older, still like, but at 19, I was just trying to get through sophomore year, man. Yeah. yeah same. <laughs> I was not worried about this. Yeah. So, Want to go into rankings? Yeah. My first this time? I think I am. Go ahead. Okay. So, oh, Amarantha's in here. Amarantha's last, obviously. She's super interesting of a character, but I just don't like her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, interesting character, fascinating villain. She is um, relatable mm -hmm. to a certain extent, which makes for a really good villain. So, yeah. well done. You understand her... You understand her anger. You understand her motives. Absolutely. Yeah. But not a fair character of mine. So she's yeah. five. We're only doing the five speaking characters. Yeah. So then Tamlin. He didn't then, do much. Yeah. I, I don't think I need to say anything there. He says two lines of dialogue, I think. Not a lot. Yeah. Uh, most of it's him, like, widening his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it's essentially her staring into his soul and hope he gives her something. That's most mm -hmm. of him, this these five um these five chapters. And then I'm gonna say Feyre. She did a lot and I understand the choices she made, but damn it, if Alice's one rule for you was to not make any deals, yeah. and you've just made already two <laughs> in these five chapters, to yeah. Amarantha and Recent, which Recent I'm less worried about than Amarantha. But, dang it, <laughs> Thayra. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, then I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna put Recent next for obvious reasons. He's so attractive. But, like, <laughs> every once in a while I've seen, like, like a fan fiction drawing of him. I'm like, damn. 
Yes, me Good too. on you, Feyre. Good on you. Get it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you, so can pretty. See, you can see why she's like, I, damn, I would want to paint that. Most like, beautiful man she's ever seen. Yeah. Like, I, I would never get it right, but damn, I would try. Like, <laughs> I want to hang that up in my room. <laughs> yes. Oh, my Maybe goodness. keep it in a private spot. Um, um. <laughs> uh, so number uh, one, then, would be Lucian. Lucian, oh, yeah. so, when he's there, he's always pretty close to number one for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. He's just, he's so good. He's been through so much, and he's still so good. Yeah. I, I, I can tell he won't betray me this book, but I feel he will eventually. It'll hurt so bad. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. I'll go first with favorite quote. Okay, cool. Let me find mine. Okay. So mine is, let me just preface this with, this has everything to do with Feyre and nothing to do with who she's talking about. Mm -hmm. So my favorite quote of the entire of these five chapters is probably when Reason comes to strike the bargain with her and he is in the process of leaving. And she says, wait, the darkness consuming him paused for Tamlin. She thought for Tamlin, I would sell my soul. I would give up everything I had for him to be free. And I just thought that that was, we fought the first couple like yeah but we i mean but we also fought about like who is the worst sister <laughs> so true, true true it wasn't big things yeah that is something that someone who is in love would do and that is something that i can resonate with and i have no qualms about that i agree with you those are were mine as well so yeah i we agree a lot we should start fighting more i admired her for even being willing to do that uh, just because I don't know if I could have, but mm-hmm. I liked that, that she was like for, for him, I will do anything, even if it is the death of me. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly enough, we both chose kind of sentimental ones because I chose one right before the trials. And it's the last thing she did before the worm was released. Um, so the quote it goes, I raised my eyes to Tamlin. His emerald gaze w- was frozen, and I memorized the lines of his face, the shape of his mask, the shade of his hair one last time. Mm. And even if she doesn't, it, if we're right that she's not in love with him, that's just a beautiful thing to do one last time to the person you love. And that shows like how much she does care for him. And that's why that's yeah. my favorite quote. Yeah. And just I mean- like how much she's like, I'm going to die, but I need to look at you one last time. Yeah. And I'm not saying that she doesn't care for him deeply because she Mm -hmm. obviously does, but I don't know if those feelings are strong enough or deep enough to be considered love. Mm -hmm. And maybe she will prove me wrong, but who knows? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to finish up i'm not excited for it to end but i'm excited to to see what happens yes i am too because i definitely agree with you i think that there might be one more challenge and then the she'll figure out the riddle because we only have eight chapters and how are you going to tie everything up into a nice pretty bow how is she going to defeat amarantha 
I mean, it's going to have a cliffhanger. There's four other books. There's yeah. no way this doesn't end on a little bit of a cliffhanger. I guess we'll see. Yep. Well, one last little thing before we go. Mm -hmm. um, thank you all for listening. We really yeah. appreciate you sticking along with us. And we hope you're just as excited as we are to see how this ends. Mm. So as yes. we go, cheers. For more information and updates, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Sips and Subtext. If you like what you're listening to, make sure you subscribe and follow us. And if you're feeling extra nerdy, give us a buzzed worthy review.